Before the youthful energy of Tom Holland, before the hipster skateboarding skills of Andrew Garfield, before anyone ever even thought about having Jake Johnson voice an adult Peter Parker, before that PS4 game that everyone says is really good, before Josh Brolin played the villain in two Marvel movies within a month of each other, before the X-Men were traveling back in time to erase bad movies from the timeline to make room for even worse ones, before the MCU or the DCEU or the Worlds of DC or Teen Titans Go or even before Spider-Ham, there was Sony. And as Nick Fury would say, there was an idea to make a live-action film about Spider-Man. In 1999, Sony had an impressive selection of potential directors that they were considering for the project. Chris Columbus, Ang Lee, David Fincher, and M. Night Shyamalan, to name a few. But ultimately, they would select Sam Raimi, who had been a huge fan of Spider-Man since childhood. Unsurprisingly, the script went through a lot of revisions. Early versions even included Doc Ock as a secondary villain to Green Goblin. But somehow, all of them included a Spider-Man who shot webs out of his actual wrists instead of from homemade web shooters, as he did in the comics. The final product was successful enough to spawn two sequels from the same director, and many people believe it's helped define what superhero movies would eventually become. This week, we watched Spider-Man, the first one, and we're about to talk about it on Purely Nostalgia. Welcome to Purely Nostalgia, the podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they were actually good, or if we just thought they were, because we were stupid, dumb idiots. My name is Eli Shapsmith, the greatest good you're ever going to get, and let me assure you that this, like any other podcast worth listening to, is all about a girl. A girl named... Clint Jazz Hands Page. (laughs) Or, let's try that again, try that again. A girl... you want me to read the whole quote again? No, just the end of it. Okay. Uh, let me assure you that this, like any other podcast worth listening to, is all about a girl. A girl named... Okay, let's try that again, except I want to remind you, um, can in post, mm-hmm. insert uh, the national anthem. So let's try that again. <laughs> okay. I mean, why do I have to read it again? I could just... Insert it's the, it. It's the lead up. It's the lead up that counts. So you want me to read it again, and also yes, this please. time insert the national anthem. Yes, please. Okay. Let me assure you that this, like any other podcast worth listening to, is all about a girl, a girl named Lady Liberty. <laughs> what What's annoying is that not very much of the national anthem is going to be able to play over that. This <laughs> is. Dun, dun, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put something there. I don't know what it's going to be. Cotton Eye Joe. Can we get the rights to that? <laughs> that's, that's my national anthem. <laughs> oh, Clint. I'm sure that's been in the public sector for long enough to where we can. No, yeah, easily... that's definitely public domain. As, yeah. As far as I know. Um, Clint, how are you doing? How's your life progressing? Oh, life, life is great. Life is good. Okay. That's... I saw a deer in my yard. No today. way! Yeah, it was a big old deer. I um I went out for a little bit for like five minutes, uh-huh. and then I came back to the house. Not because I'm angry or anything, and I had to leave to pull off steam and throw some rocks at a wall. But I came back, and then in my driveway was a big old deer. Wow! I um and I asked my wife, "Who was that?" <laughs> she couldn't tell me, so. Guess who's sleeping on the couch tonight? Mm. Her? 
because yep. she <laughs> she couldn't tell you who that deer was. <laughs> I needed to know who that deer was. I'm not accusing her of anything. I just needed to know. <laughs> I need to know who that is. I need to know that deer's name or you're sleeping on the couch tonight. It just looked like a great deer and I'd like to get to know him. And if you can't help me with that, then you have no place in my couch bed. Couch it is. We don't even have a couch. We have a love seat. Oh, so there's no room for me on that love seat. <laughs> no, there is not. Okay. Well, while you were looking at a deer in your yard, I was smelling the cigarette smoke from the people who live in the apartment beneath me. Because I don't have a yard. I have a tiny little apartment, and it smells like cigarettes all the time. So um, Mm. I feel like there's just a really interesting juxtaposition between our lives right now, you know? So are you now addicted to nicotine cigarettes? Um, Yeah. I've never yeah, smoked well, one, but I think I am because I have smelled the smell now. I am addicted. Yeah. Now, now, okay. I've just been craving gonna... Waffle House, like, <laughs> so much lately. Uh, okay. I'm going to give you two options. Uh-huh. Are you ready? Yeah. And this will help me. Okay. Um, a, a, a nice restaurant or a kangaroo gas station. Oh, kangaroo gas station, baby. (laughs) I don't even need to buy anything. I just need to walk in there and take a big whiff. (laughs) Okay, let's try this again. Okay. A 2019 Lincoln Continental Mm -hmm. or a 2007 Toyota Corolla. Mm, Give me the Corolla! (laughs) Okay, okay. That's, (laughs) yep, you're addicted to nicotine (laughs) cigarettes now. Can we do one more? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let me think Rule of this. threes. Rule of threes, you're right. Um, okay, I got it. Okay. Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Give me Shia. Yeah. You said Shia, and I was like, I just imagined myself standing next to Shia, and like he's probably wearing some sweatpants, and, they're, and some socks pulled up over the bottom of the sweatpants. Mm-hmm. And he was wearing like a toboggan, even though it's 70 degrees outside. And I just <laughs> took a big whiff and I could smell it. And I was like, I love this aroma. Uh, you know that when he opens his mouth, the Environmental Protection Agency is like, what's wrong with our system? It's too high right now. <laughs> oh, shy has got his mouth open again. Yeah, go Somebody got to shut mouth. that down. That's why he's not doing movies anymore is because anytime he opened his mouth to say <laughs> his lines, uh icebergs melted (laughs) and birds started falling from you remember when we were in high school and then uh, sort of like news story yeah that new you were smoking nicotine cigarettes the whole time no not until now no yeah but uh that big news story came out where um all those birds fell from the air i do remember that everyone was freaking out it was shy wasn't it yeah he 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 just he he coughed (laughs) oh and now, and now all those birds are dead. All those birds are dead, those. thanks to Shia. So, we are recording this on a Sunday. Uh-huh. Um, As... Normally, I would go to church, but Uh-oh. the President of the United States was in town. <laughs> there was no way to get to church. And, well, I was going <laughs> to say, and God was like, nope. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, but, uh, I, I mostly just, just because where he was speaking was in proximity to my church and I didn't want to have to deal with both the supporters and also the detractors. Yeah. So I, I stayed home and, uh, insert Borat voice here. My wife and I, um, instead. That's a we good watched... joke, dude. 
Did you come Thank up you. with that? Yeah, I made up the character Bo Rat. <laughs> Bo Rat. Can you Bo Rat. can you show me? He's a hill. He's a hillbilly rat. How does Bo Rat say? My name's Bo Rat. How how does talk? How does Bo Rat talk about his wife? What's he say? Ah, he just talks about how much he loves her. No, like I just want you to do the voice. Oh, my wife. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, but uh, instead today we watched ten and a half hours of Law and Order SVU. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, I'm stealing some material from a John Mulaney special. Um, it surprises me the stuff that they get away with saying on that show. Oh, you re- you really are just taking it right out of John Mulaney, huh? Mm-hmm. Are you just I gonna really copy it verbatim? Yeah, well, I hadn't really watched Law and Order SVU Special Victims Unit up until today, and so that joke was moot to me. And now I get it, John Mulaney. Thank you for that relevance. Anything to get John to listen to our podcast. Please, Even John, if you're it's my a favorite comedian. Cease and desist from John Mulaney. Se- I would take that. <laughs> I've seen you live. <laughs> um, cool. Well, the, I did not watch Law and Order today. What? Well, what did you do today? Oh, nothing. It sounded like I was gonna like talk about what oh, okay. I did today, but I didn't have anything to say. I just I will was comparing my s- life w- to yours again. I will say my day has been thrown off because it's daylight savings, baby. It is. This is the day whenever Father Time knocks on our door and asks to borrow an hour and says he's good for it in a few months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At 2.30 a.m., my <laughs> eyes snapped awake and I ascended out of my body in a spectral form and I saw the clouds open up and a voice from heaven said, you have one hour to do whatever you want. Time mm-hmm. is frozen around you. Mm-hmm. And you know what I did? Slept. No. I went on Amazon Prime and I watched um, all of the good episodes of SpongeBob. That's what I chose to do with the hour of my life where time was frozen and I could have done whatever I wanted. I could have like flown around the world and like saved people from... like trucks that were about to hit them because they were stopped in time i chose to watch spongebob instead see i don't know if this is true or not did that actually happen yes no no time didn't freeze and god did not tell me to go fly around the world and do whatever i want no i mean did you watch spongebob uh no i just thought that would be a funny thing to say oh okay and the reason i was like questioning you Uh not because i think you're a liar but I know you, and I know you would tell me about that. <laughs> you would, I would tell you about watching SpongeBob. Yeah, you tell me that you woke up at two thirty oh. and watched all the good episodes of SpongeBob. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I probably wouldn't tell you about that necessarily. Why would that? Like, why is that so important? No, I'm not embarrassed. But like, why would that be such an important thing that I would have to tell you about that? Because it's kind of bizarre, and it's kind of the habit of somebody who's been like drinking all night (laughs) (laughs) i guess so i mean i did watch spongebob on amazon prime like a couple of months ago which is why this was in my brain Mm. to say Mm. i just don't know why you think we have this sort of relationship where every time i watch a nickelodeon cartoon i have to tell you about it well i do the same for you so i was only kind of expecting you to reciprocate fair enough well um based on how much we've talked about spongebob in this episode and the number of episodes that we've done in the past that have covered SpongeBob movies, you might think that we're going to talk about SpongeBob today, but we're not. 
We're Surprise. We're going to talk about a different boy whose name starts with an S. Who swings through the air and is red and blue. Yeah? He is you going somewhere Spider-Man. with that? Oh. Yeah, there. Nice. Um, that was I love that theme song. It's a good it's a good theme song. Um it does make a cameo in this movie. SpongeBob? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. were doing the SpongeBob theme song. <laughs> I thought I thought you were doing the Spider-Man, Spider-Man, but you knew it like so badly that it sounded like that and I was like he doesn't really know this song, does it? Does he? No. I got gotcha. you. Um yeah, Spider-Man. We're talking about the 2002 Spider-Man. Um, directed by Sam Raimi. Yeah. Toby Maguire. People affectionately calling it the Sam Raimi Spider-Man series. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's he owns it. Um a dude who had directed a bunch of other movies that I have not seen before this mm-hmm. and now he's directing Spider-Man. He's the evil dead guy. What is he doing now? Oh man, you know it's Spider-Man 4, baby. No, 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 no. Uh I would assume he's teaching at like a community college. <laughs> After Spider-Man 3, they're like, um, maybe you could go teach, like, <laughs> English. English. <laughs> um, but we're not talking about Spider-Man 3 yet. We're talking about Spider-Man Uno. Don't forget the hyphen. You can tell by how someone says Spider-Man if they remember the, to include the hyphen. Say Spider-Man real quick. Spider-Man. Yeah, that was correct. You did it. Now do it, now do it the bad way. Spider-Man. Well, that sounded like Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man, 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 Spider-Man. You can when they say Spider-Man, you know they don't know how to spell Spider-Man. My name is Roy L. Spider-Man, attorney at law. <laughs> um, yeah, Clint. Had you seen this movie before? Oh, you betcha, baby. And guess who I saw it with? Spider-Man. My gr- my grandma. My grandma. My grandma, Borat voice, my grandma. Uh-huh. But uh, it was a tradition. For you and your grandma any, to see Spider-Man? You think I'm kidding. Oh. It was a tradition for my grandmother and I that whenever a Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie came out, no we way. would go see it together. No. Yeah. That's 100%. so cute. Yeah. Is she into and the Spider-Man? I mean, I she's still alive, so I could still ask her about it. But Can we call I, her right now? I, no, she's asleep. It's <laughs> I guarantee you she's asleep. Yeah. But um she texts me, which is weird. But um I I bet her texts are so cute to read. <laughs> they mostly don't make sense. <laughs> I love grandma texts. Um, uh, but she mostly I, I bet if I asked her if she remembered seeing this, she would probably say yes, but only to humor me. I I can almost guarantee you she doesn't remember seeing this. Yeah. Um, have you seen it? I have seen it. Um, I believe. Well, I know you've seen it now. Yeah. No, I had seen it before, several times. Um, probably two or three times is more accurate. Um, I think this was the first PG thirteen movie I saw in theaters, and I think I've said I, this on this podcast yep. before. I was about to say the same thing. It was the first PG thirteen movie I saw in theaters, and I remember um, like being with my grandma and being like, well, "Dang, nanny's kind of edgy." <laughs> Um, this movie said piss. Did it? Yeah. Is there? Uh, is this a piss yeah. film? The, yeah, it says piss in it because um, the Green Goblin goes, and now that you're really starting to piss me off. <laughs> okay, so I actually watched it on FX streaming. 
No, which, I did too. Oh, on you on did? Demand. Yeah. Uh, not yeah. on On Demand, but on their website. So, oh. um, but there were a few times where I could tell that they had edited out cusses and it was very cute <laughs> and funny. Um, and now that you're really starting to make me unhappy. <laughs> you're starting to peeve me, <laughs> Spider-Man. Whenever the Green Goblin was like, MJ and I, we're going to have one heck of a time. <laughs> we're going to have a great time. <laughs> we're going to have a beep <laughs> That doesn't sound menacing at all. <laughs> we're going to go out to dinner. We're going to see a circus. We're going to stop at Arby's on the way back. <laughs> Maybe get some ice cream. For my, so for after, 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 no, after dinner and a show... <laughs> she's like oh i just wish this night could continue well sweet cheeks <laughs> <laughs> how about some roast beef how about a beef and cheddar tell you what they have a secret menu item it's called the meat mountain <laughs> you gotta look them in the eye when you ask for it if you look at your feet they won't make it it's got chicken tendies on it it's got roast beef. It's got turkey. They don't even serve turkey on any other sandwiches. Only on the meat mountain. Just... You're going to get some horsey sauce. <laughs> you got to have horsey sauce on the meat mountain, darling. I feel like... Uh, you already sound like Harvey Firestone. <laughs> I feel like Norman Osborn's Green Goblin voice is more iconic than we've given it credit for. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's a pretty good, it's a pretty good voice. I like I mean... him a lot in this movie. I love I love him a lot in this, and I love Willem Dafoe in general. Yeah, Willem Dafoe is a good boy. That does not mean that he has a good suit, though. <laughs> uh, well, you didn't like it. He looks like he, he looks like he's in Jingle All the Way. Okay, let's not get to that. Okay. quite yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. Okay. Well, we, so we've talked about our experience with it as a kid. No, no, no. I was still talking about this is the first mm. PG thirteen movie I saw in theaters i believe um i saw it after one of my little league baseball games um where i was in the eight and nine year old league um i think wait 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 wait, wait. pause 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 for a second okay what was your little league baseball team name i was clint do you not know me well enough to know that i was just about to tell you what was it we were the sea dogs oh i did guess what mine was what the turtles okay continue Oh, I mean, I I played Little League Baseball for many years until I figured out that I do not know how to control which direction <laughs> you throw a ball in. What? Um. So your body would just, like, <laughs> explode the ball in any direction? Yeah, I could just, like, I, could, I would get the ball in my hand and be like, I can make this ball go somewhere, but it's going to go in any direction. I can't control You're- it. Your body would just energy burst the ball, like, through the earth? I would, like, absorb it into my chest and then just start shaking, and my face would turn red, and I'd just go, ah! And then it would be, like, <laughs> a big red flash, and the ball would go flying. Kind of like with punches, like with the Black Panther? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you're getting at there. What? Yeah, you know how the Black Panther suit would, like, absorb hits and Oh, stuff? right, yeah. No, it was just like that. Okay. I was so unathletic that I had like a weird anime superpower that came from me not being good at sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, continue your story. Anyway, Sea Dogs. Uh, it was right after one of our games. I think I was still in uniform. It was a white. Couldn't even get on the B Dogs. It was a but... white uniform uh, <laughs> with some turquoise. I think it was based on a minor league team out of like somewhere. 
<laughs> Man. <laughs> this is all very important. We went and saw... Me and my dad and my brother went and saw Spider-Man. Um, I don't remember how much I enjoyed it. I just remembered that I got so scared when... Uh, mm. Norman Osborn became the Green Goblin and threw that guy across mm. the room. I was like, no, this would not happen in a PG movie. <laughs> Is that guy going to oh, be okay? No, no, no. And, and in, when... in my memory, his face gets all demented and distorted, but that didn't happen. Wait, uh, there was a part, I don't know if you know they cropped it out in the FX part, but like his face, like he started convulsing and his eyes rolled in the back of his head. Yeah, maybe that's what I was remembering. But I was, for some reason in my memory, I remembered him like looking like almost like Bilbo in the Fellowship of the Ring when he sees the ring, you know? Oh, yeah. I remembered it being more like that, but that was not how it was in reality. <laughs> no, your brain was just like, hey, remember how that kind of scared you? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to make this so much worse. Yeah, I think that's what happened. But anyway, um, yeah, these movies were movies that I saw as a kid, and I, I never loved them that much. But since, like, I was always into superheroes as a kid and never cared that much about Spider-Man, um, I was always really into Batman. And now, as a grown-up boy, I feel like, I think Spider-Man's my favorite superhero. I, think I, I agree with you 100%. I think I love him very much, and... Um, so now it's very interesting to to look back now that I love the character of Spider-Man, have read some comics, not a whole lot. I'm not like Mm -hmm. an expert, but like, and seeing a couple of different versions of him on the big screen, it's very interesting to watch this version of it. Do we, do you, uh, want to do our feelings about the movie now? Yeah. Now that we've rewatched it? Yeah. I kind of like this thing where we count down and just say our rating at the same time. Should we keep doing that? Okay. So, yep. scale of 1 to 10? Yep, 10 being the best. Okay. Ready? 1, yep. 2, 3, 6. 9. Ooh. Ooh, what were those numbers? Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> nice. That's 96. Yep. Uh, 96. Nice, baby. <laughs> nice. Um, That's uh, Charlie Bucket grandparents' numbers. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow, nine! You loved this movie. Well, tell me about I that. I love, I love it. I really do. Um, I I agree with you. Spider Man is my favorite superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the Tom Holland Spider Man is better. Uh, not yep. the movie itself, but just the iteration of uh, it. I think is better. I think the movie itself is better too. No, I mean like to that's, me. I'm 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 yeah. I'm judging them separately. Okay, the movie gotcha. and the iteration. Sorry, go on. But um, I like. I just I had such a fun time watching this movie. Because it is one thing that people get hung up on about it is it's like, man, this movie's so cheesy. Yeah, that's the point, dummy. It's supposed to be cheesy, and they know it. Yeah. And so I just I love the cheese, and I love the. <laughs> it, it, it's got it's got a lot of stakes to it. You know, people die. I love the There's, cheese, and I love the stakes. It's I a like, Philly like cheese steak, che- baby. This, this movie's the Philly cheese steak of movies, and that's my favorite sandwich, mom. But I just, <laughs> the Philly like cheesesteak, the it. sandwich of New York, where Spider Man hails from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like a deep dish Philly cheesesteak. Uh-huh. Uh huh. One boneless pizza, please, sir. But um, yeah, just everything about this movie, I enjoyed everything. Really? Yeah. I mean, there are parts that when we get into our deep dive of the movie, mm-hmm. um, 
I'll probably pick apart, but I loved it. If it came back in theaters, you bet I'd go see it. Oh, I'd for sure see it too, but that's on mainly because that, that I big, see every superhero movie. Big silver screen. Uh huh. On that big silver screen. Um, cool. I liked it. I had a good time watching it. I don't. I didn't love it as much as you did. Um, I I just I don't know. I think a lot of the. I think yes, it's supposed to be cheesy, but I think some of the dialogue is pretty bad. Um, I think a lot of the special effects do not hold up. But then also a lot of them surprisingly do, which caught me off guard. There were some scenes where I was just mesmerized by what was happening on the screen. Um, but then, like, suddenly Green Goblin comes on screen and it looks awful. And, he, and it looks like you're watching a Power Rangers movie or something. I like his suit, though. I wasn't even just necessarily talking about the suit. I feel like anytime he's flying on his hoverboard, it looks really bad. He looks like he's been photoshopped onto the screen and the animation is like a powerpoint animation <laughs> i mean yeah but i'm judging it by the merits of its time like that was the best sure thing could do yeah but i still think that there are ways to work around that and don't try to make him fly on a hoverboard if you're gonna make it look terrible you know <laughs> i mean albeit for the time that was probably pretty ambitious but after it was over you know that they were probably like yeah, this looks pretty good. Yeah, I, I'm just arguing that this was 2002. I think that it could have looked a lot better than it did, even for 2002. But Yeah, but I mean, granted, all the money in the United States back then went to kill Al-Qaeda. Mm-hmm. There wasn't enough in, in there for movie budgets. You're right. Um, George Bush's movie budget was notoriously low, <laughs> yeah, it, lower than yeah, all the, the other na- presidents. The, the national movie budget was uh-huh. pretty low. The Secretary of Cinema was really vowed. You know, vouching for uh, more funding. I think maybe w- one of us should run for Secretary of Cinema. I'm I'm for it. Oh man, Election Day is in two days, or when this comes out, Election oh. Day was yesterday. We've got some work oh, no. to do. <laughs> We've got some. We got. You know that the Trump administration will be the first one to institute a Secretary of Cinema. Yeah, and then you know what else we need? We need what a Secretary that? of Cinnamon, baby. Oh. Oh, just making like some that. hot, juicy cinnamon rolls. I guess I don't want juicy cinnamon rolls. I just wanted to be hot. I was, I thought it would just be somebody that monitors like this year. We've seen twelve deaths from the cinnamon challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do we get Which here? Is Ten less than last year. I don't know, but um, <laughs> I just I enjoyed the movie a lot. Hey, that's fine. I don't want to take that away from you. Um, and there, I you know, surprisingly, there were a lot of thoughtful moments in the movie and i mean thoughtful as in like the creators were giving a lot of winks to you know show that they were thinking about what was going on can you can you say more words about that yes i sure can for instance you you know the thanksgiving scene yeah um peter is wearing purple and green colors he's wearing the green goblins colors oh i thought you were gonna say the hulk (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, the Green Goblin is wearing red and blue. Uh-huh. So they're wearing their opposite colors. Now that's pretty and cute. Who is stuck in the middle of them? Stuck that's in right. The middle of you. Stuck in the middle of them. Harry Osborne, mm. the one and only James Franco, is wearing green and blue and red and purple colors all together. And it does not match. <laughs> yeah, but, I was going to say, I bet that's an <laughs> ugly outfit. I don't remember you it, bet. But. You bet it is. And their ties are three feet wide. But. <laughs> I just thought that was very thoughtful. 
it's thoughtful, but also like, is that really necessary? I don't know. I don't yeah, want to fight totally. against that, but it's cool. I like it. Hey, at least you like it. I, I'm living my truth, baby. Um, I yeah, I, I think this is a perfectly fine movie. It's just not. It's not my favorite, but I like it. I think that we're gonna we're approaching this movie kind of the same way we did with Spy Kids one. Uh huh. With the same anticipation that the second one we already know is going to be better. Yeah, but we ended up being wrong about that. That's true. That's true. I think I feel more confident. No, I actually feel less confident than I did, but but my dreams were shattered. Because remember, it took me like two episodes to finally admit that Spy Kids 2 wasn't as good as Spy Kids 1. That's very true. So maybe, probably initially you'll say, yeah, it was better. Yeah. But then later on in 2019 you'll say, well, maybe not. That's possible, but I do, I, I don't know. I think Spider-Man 2 is definitely going to be better. So I, I agree, but um, we're not talking about no. Spider-Man 2 at the moment. No, we're not. We're talking about the best performance in the movie. Uh, which is? Rosemary Harris. And who is she? Aunt May. Okay. Yeah, she's good. She's interesting. Very different than our current Aunt May <laughs> In uh, Tom Some Holland's Spider Man, better looking. Uh, I yeah, definitely better looking. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I, I don't know. I have I have a soft spot for genuine old people, and <laughs> she's a she's a good good actress in the movie. I do very, very good, very sincere. Yeah, I like that she's old. I like the way she talks. She has some sort of indistinguishable accent. (laughs) I don't know where she's from. A a proper accent of some kind. But it's like it also could be some sort of European. I really really can't tell. I will say this movie um, stars, well, I I I say stars, um, three Academy Award winners. Can you tell me who they are? Winners? Yes, winners. Um, Se- several nominees. Willem Dafoe, three winners. Well, no. What? <laughs> Willem Dafoe has not won an Oscar. Okay. Uh, James Franco. No. <laughs> I'm such a fool right now. Um, the lady you just said. No. <laughs> um. Uh, the spider that bites. <laughs> that was uh, <laughs> Andy Serkis. <laughs> okay. Who? I don't know who okay. they are. J.K. Simmons. I'm such an idiot. Uh, that's one. Okay. Cliff Roberts, who was Uncle Ben. Okay. What did he win for? Do you know? He won an Academy Award for Best Actor in a Leading Role in a movie in 1968 called Charlie. Charlie? Charlie bit me. Yes. I turned into a final, spider. The final Man. one, she was in a very small part of the movie. It was Octavia Spencer. Whoa. Who was she in this movie? She was the lady that uh, whenever Peter Parker was signing up for the wrestling match, she was like, we don't have a featherweight division. Next. Hmm. Okay. That's really funny. Um, yeah, I, I I haven't paid attention to Oscars much except for the last couple of years. So you I don't know the any. You have 1968 Oscars? No, I didn't keep up with those. Sorry, mm. Cliff. He's good. He's good in this movie. He, very good. Hey, um, should we take a little break? Yeah, let's take a little let's break. Let's take a little break. We'll come right back in just a minute. As the holiday season approacheth, many children will be asking Santa Claus for a pony, a puppy, a car, 
or even to go see Beyonce live in concert. But me and Eli are simple boys. We're just asking for something very simple this holiday season. And we hope that you indulge us in this brief moment as we act it out for you in a radio drama of sorts. So please tune in to this first installment of Thankful Boys. Come in. Squeak. Well, hey there, champ. Hey, Dad. I didn't know you were going to be home for Christmas. I thought that I could surprise you. Come and give your old man a hug. You don't seem too happy. Dad, it's been 17 years. Well, you know, big business keeps you away from home for quite some time, son. I haven't seen you since I was six years old. And you think you can just walk in here and ask me to give you a hug? Well, son, I know that I can't ask you to forgive me, but maybe I thought... I could buy your forgiveness. You better have a good reason for coming back now after all these years. Here, sit down, son. (laughs) Sorry, I sneezed. Well, son, I know that you only want one thing in this world. Yeah? And that is to get a sponsorship... From Crystal, the small hamburger restaurant. Isn't that right? It's a little bit more than a small hamburger restaurant, Dad, but yeah. Well, I worked so hard, son, my entire life to give you the life that you wanted. And now I feel that I am one step closer. Here, have this shoebox. Thanks, Dad. (laughs) Thanks for the shoebox. Oh, oh, no. Open it. I guess I'll just go put it under my bed. No, no. I I need you to open it. I don't know why you thought a shoebox would be a good gift, but thanks. Are you going to go now? I was running out of time. No, I want you to open. Yeah, fine. Go. I'll go. I'll go. Wow. I guess I might as well open this thing. What? What is this? It's a tape recorder. It smells like crystals. I guess I better hit this play button. Well, hello there, Charlie. It's me, Edgar J. Crystal. And your daddy told me that you're a big fan of the Crystal Restaurant. Well, I'm on my deathbed right now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I figured there's nobody <laughs> there's nobody <laughs> there's nobody better for me to leave my restaurant to than you <laughs> so here it is wait he's leaving me the entire crystal franchise that's going to be so much responsibility. All I wanted was a sponsorship. Squeak. Well, son, did you get everything that you ever wanted? I got so much more than that to a point where it's going to be a huge burden on my life. You have not made things better. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, too, Charlie. Dad, I 
don't even have a college degree. I can't manage a restaurant business franchise. So everyone, this Christmas, remember, it's the little things in life. This episode brought to you by an unofficial sponsor of this podcast, Crystal. We can't stress enough, unofficial. All right, Clint, I need you to shoot us a web that you can attach to a big old building and then jump off of another building so that we can swing down to the streets of New York and cut it awfully close as our feet are hanging down and going between some cars that are in a hurry to get to work on the streets of New York. And then we swing all the way back up and we let go of the web at just the right time so that we fly really, really high in the air. And you can give us a quick little 10,000 foot view of this movie. Um, So I do want to remind you that while you were saying that monologue, I did burp into the microphone. So thanks for reminding me of that. Uh, okay, 10,000 foot view of this movie. So there's a boy. His name is uh, Toby Maguire. No. Nope. I'm sorry, his name's, his, his name's Peter Parker. His name is Andrew and Garfield. His name's Andrew Garfield, Peter Parker, and he's kind of a dork dork. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, nobody likes him. Not even the girl that it's kind of nice to him. She doesn't really like him. Okay. And uh, he's a very smart boy. And he goes on a field trip with his best rich friend James Franco. Uh huh. And uh, he get and they're they're at, they're at the spider factory. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And one of them breaks out because it's a very smart spider and it crawls down and it done bit him on the hand. Mm-hmm. And and what happens? His blood gets tainted and he becomes part spider, like probably thirty three percent spider. Yeah. If you had to ratio it out, I would say it's probably thirty three percent. That sounds spider right. At this point, yeah, because he's got spider bones, he's got spider hairs on his finger. And he got spider webs in his veins. And he got spider and, good looks, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what I mean. He gets very strong. Uh-huh. And uh, adjacent while this is happening, uh, science is going on in Norman Osborn's machine factory. Not science. He's got, yeah, he's got science going on. My Sunday school teacher told me that's fake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm a, somewhat of a scientist myself. Mm. But uh, a very funny line. But uh, he's got a contract with the government to build machines and weaponry. The the government don't like him no more, and so he's trying to he's trying to work on this super serum. And what happens? He does it on himself, and he goes loony mad crazy. Loony mad crazy. And then he becomes a super villain known as Green Goblin Boy. Mm. And uh, fighting ensues as Green Goblin Boy tries to kill Spider's Man, mm. and Spider Man wants to protect the world. Mm. And uh, Aunt May then goes into shock. Mary Jane breaks up with Harry a couple times. And does not like Peter except when he's Spider's Man. And then they kiss upside Spider's down, which speaking, which speaking from experience is uh, does not work very well. Uh, and then you see, and then you see them, and they're they're happily ever after. Willem Dafoe dies, and uh, the end. That was pretty good. You kind of do this thing sometimes where you do a really good job of the first half of the movie, and then the second half. You just kind of like <laughs> Willem Dafoe dies. <laughs> well, they they fight. They fight. Yeah, they fight. His hoverboard fight kills him in the stomach. His hoverboard kills him in the he, yeah kills him in the stomach. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me tell you, a lot of blood. And and Harry knows that Spider's Man killed his father. He doesn't know yeah. it was Toby Boy, but he knows it was Spider's Man. 
Yeah, he knows that Spider-Man used a knife and stabbed him twice in the stomach. <laughs> a sword, actually. He used, a spider, he used a spider sword and stabbed him in the stomach. After that autopsy was done, he definitely was like, yep, that was Spider-Man. He, sh- he done stabbed him with a sword. Spider-Man should have a sword, if we're being honest. Spider-Katana. Ooh, that would be a good spinoff. Spider-Katana? I'm oh, sure it's like happened. Spider, Spider-Ninja-Man. Um... I'm sure that, I mean, there's a whole, like, Spider-Verse concept where there's every version of Spider-Man, so I'm sure one of them's a ninja boy. Mm -hmm. I read some of those comics back in the day, and I couldn't keep up with how many of them there were. I'm sure there was a ninja boy. Did you read Spider-Ham? Spider-Ham? Yeah, I mean, he makes an appearance in Spider-Verse. I don't remember him. I I never read his solo series. Oh, goodness. I hope he has one. He does. Played by TV's John Mulaney, who Clint has seen in concert. Who played by Emmy winner John Mulaney, who yeah. I've seen in concert. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that's really interesting about Spider's Man is that the spider that bit him was wearing a Spider's Man costume. <laughs> yeah, isn't that funny? <laughs> he was red and blue. I just thought that was uh, cute. That was a cute choice. I This movie, I was already kind of grossed out by spiders, but this movie made me even more grossed out. But at the same time, I prayed so much that I would get bit by a spider. Did you actually? I did. That's very cute. I remember one time um, in school, because I went to a private Christian elementary school, as did you. Mm-hmm. Um, not the same would, one, though. You know, not the same one, different one. But uh, we'd start the class with prayer, as usual. And... I remember one time the teacher said, you know, today we're going to have silent prayer, so just pray to yourselves. And <laughs> I remember... I Spider-Man. I don't forget Spider-Man. No, I remember I was like, hey, God, uh, <laughs> it's me. Um, I I really want superpowers, so if you could just do me a solid, I'd be really good with them. I promise. Thank you. Goodbye. There should be a spider or a superhero whose origin story is he just prays for superpowers and he gets them. Um, Bible man? <laughs> I don't remember how he got his powers. I think he was laying in a was, mud puddle and he, he found a Bible <laughs> next to him and he read it. Nah, he, yeah, he was, like in a, he was like a lawyer and then he was screaming in the yeah. rain and then he fell in a, a mud puddle and then there was a King James Version Bible. And an and angel came out of the sky and gave him a Bible sword. And then he got a sword. <laughs> oh man, he's a good superhero. Mm-hmm. Bible man. Bible man does whatever, whatever a, Bible, a can. Bible can. He's yep. a book. He's a man. He's a book. <laughs> does what books can. Watch out! Don't leave him. Don't leave him in the rain. He will disintegrate. <laughs> um, He's a book. He's a man. <laughs> does whatever a book can. Do you remember the first thing that um, Spider-Man or Peter Parker says to Harry when he sees him? Um, hey Harry. No, you're pretty close, but there's a very <laughs> important difference. He says, oh, he, "Hey, Harry, hey." No, he says, "Hiya, Harry." <laughs> because that's something that's so that teens better. say. Hiya. Hiya, Harry. Hey, let me tell you this. Tell we me this. are like probably 10 years older than they were supposed to be in the movie. Uh-huh. And I still don't look as old as they do in that movie. Definitely. I I don't think I even realized until older they were supposed until I was older that they were supposed to be high school students. 
Yeah, they're supposed. Well, they're supposed to be seniors. Right. They're supposed to be like seventeen and eighteen, and they but, graduate and they end up in college, sort of college age. Yeah, college age. Well, they're in college. Yeah, but um, yeah, I I I don't even look that old. No, you now. don't. Neither do you, and you no. have beard. I do have beard, um, but I do not look as old as Spiders Man. Uh, but there, who has very wet eyes? <laughs> he does have wet eyes, doesn't he? Um. I just want to say, I th- there's something that is just so good and pure about the Spider-Man origin story. Mm. Like, just the idea, I don't know, every other superhero origin story just kind of falls short compared to this one. Because I love that he gets his powers, and then he learns, like, like then Uncle Ben is killed, like, right after saying the most powerful line in the movie. Um, and then, like, just that he could have stopped that guy who killed him, but he didn't because he was being selfish. And like, it's, I don't know. It's, it's like a little bit cliche, but it comes together so perfectly and it's so powerful and it just works for me. And this movie, this movie has several moments that are like going to be in the zeitgeist of cinema forever. Uh huh. Like for instance, what, wait, what? Oh, like what? (laughs) Uh, the great power comes with great responsibility. Mm-hmm. That line. That's going to be in cinema forever. And the upside down kiss. That's going to be in yep. cinema forever. Yep. It was in Shrek 2. What? <laughs> they do that in Shrek 2. Oh, He's hanging donkey, upside down. No, with, with Shrek. And Pinocchio. You're incorrect. It's with Shrek. Maybe they do it with him too, but... Um, Shrek has mud all over his face, and he's hanging upside down, and Fiona wipes the mud off the, the top yep. of his face and kisses him. It's great. So what did you think about... Let's talk about performances. Let's talk about performances, baby. Uh, what did you think about Tobey Maguire as the Spider's Man? I think Tobey Maguire is a good actor. I do not think he is what I want in a Spider's Man. Well, yeah, because you've seen Tom Holland. Yeah, and I... I've really been thinking about this, and I can't even figure out what it is about Peter Parker, about Tobey Maguire that doesn't feel like Peter Parker. Um, he, I think he, his part of it is his voice, which is like, I, I mean, he can't help that. <laughs> it's not the way he talks; it's his physical voice. I don't love it. He's kind of like soft-spoken in a way that just doesn't feel Spider-Man-y to me. Um, I don't like him being Peter Parker. I feel like he's very stiff most of the movie and Spider-Man should not be a stiff boy. Um, right. I don't know. I don't love his performance. I I did I liked his Peter Parker definitely more than I liked his Spider-Man if that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Because I mean the whole thing with Spider-Man is he's not supposed to be popular. He's not supposed to be cool. And people are legalistic, if you know what I'm getting at with this. I don't. <laughs> Toby Maguire, not a good-looking fella. Hey. He's, he's not. Well, as far as movie stars go, but if I saw right. him in real life, I would think he was a pretty handsome dude. Well, as far as movie stars go, he, he he's not incredibly blessed with looks, in my humble opinion. But, but... He's the right. I actually had him like, booked as the guest on the next episode, and he just oh no. he just texted me. He was like, "Hey, I was standing outside and I heard what Clint said, and 
Well, uh, it's his it's his wet eyes. Yeah, it's just his wet eyes. Uh, and he's not good at crying. Here, I'm responding to him right now. Sorry, it's just your eyes are so wet. wet. Yeah. Dot dot dot. And then like and then like that emoji that some people think is a smiley emoji, but it's really like a grimace, you know? Mm-hmm, I put that mm-hmm. one too. Send. He'll understand. But, uh, yeah, he, he. I think he was a better uh, Peter Parker, definitely than Andrew Garfield. Yeah, Andrew Garfield was too cool, but too cool, too handsome. I don't think their performances, in my mind, are that far apart in quality. Really? Uh, I mean, I certainly don't think that the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies are good. I just, I don't think either of the performances are good. But I also don't necessarily think either are horrible. Okay, well, what did you think of his Spider-Man then? Andrew Garfield's? No, uh, uh, Toby Maguire. Um, he's okay. Okay. I when okay. I see him moving around on the screen as Spider-Man, even though you know most of the time he's just being a CGI boy, I don't believe that that is Toby Maguire in there. Oh whereas, yeah, me either. <clears throat> whereas when I see Tom Holland's Spider-Man, even though a lot of that is just CGI. Somehow it's more believable to me that, oh, no, that is the boy that I have been seeing being Peter Parker. Yeah. You know? I agree with you. It's like, where did he get all this muscle from? Where he get that muscle from? And that, I don't know. That's a merit what? of Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man to me, too. That Again, I don't like those movies. I'm just saying, I do when I see him being Spider-Man, I do think it's the same person. <laughs> Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Mm-hmm. I will say, um, I don't know what Peter wants to do with his life, you know, as far as post-college, but he needs to go into costume design and costume making. Yeah, for real. It Like, even when I was a kid, I was like, holy cow, he made that? Yeah. I, How did he, what he, what he make that from? It's it's a pretty crazy costume. And it's yeah the the web pattern like the the 3D pattern you know on him like that in itself is just so much detail and then like well the, do you know why it was like 3D why? originally well they originally had like an inlay pattern kind of like with um, Tom Holland's suit uh-huh. but the way cameras worked back then it wasn't picking up the web pattern it was just kind of smudged looking and looked gross and huh. didn't have any definition so they had to like raise it above the actual suit and it was 3d that makes sense yeah so it actually gave it some definition um i would like to ask you this okay, what is your ahead. Def- my ears are wide open and i don't want to okay we're after this we'll stick to just talking about this movie, but, but we are going to have to get into a little bit of talking about Spider-Man as a character, as a concept, as a whole. So I want your definitive ranking of Spider-Man suits. And when I say that, I guess I just mean, I guess I just mean Tobey Maguire's suit, um, Andrew Garfield, even though he has two suits, his two suits and his two movies are pretty different. So those will count as two different suits. And then Tom okay. Holland's one suit. We're not going to count Iron Spider. That's a totally Fair different enough. thing. Okay, so my definitive ranking is Tom Holland's, mm-hmm. uh, Andrew Garfield's second suit, uh-huh. Tobey Maguire's suit, and then Andrew Garfield's first suit. Pretty close for me, except I would actually switch the first two and say 
Andrew Carfield's Amazing Spider-Man 2 suit is my favorite Spider-Man suit. As it is very terrible good. as it that is movie good. is. It, it's a good-looking suit. And then followed by Tom Holland, then Tobey Maguire, then Andrew Garfield's first suit, which is very funny that his two suits are my first and last choices. <laughs> yeah, which his first suit looks like a basketball. So <laughs> it does look like a basketball. He looks like it looks like a Nike commercial. Well, he's wearing Nike shoes, so ah, uh, um. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. We we'll talk about just Spider Man the movie directed by Sam mm-hmm. Raimi from now on. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I think a lot of the dialogue is bad. Um, like there's some there's when Harry is talking on the phone with MJ, he says, "What do you mean he's incredible? I want to come over there and buy you something because it'll make you feel better." <laughs> like, I, I thought I loved that though because it's showing just like how shallow. Harry is no I get that and it's so on the nose and it's like you could have definitely come up with a subtle (laughs) a more subtle way to do that well let me come over later because I want to buy you something I want to buy you something make you feel better (laughs) uh I don't know I just it doesn't do it for me um but and I'll, I'll get through the bad stuff so that we can just talk about good stuff the rest of the episode okay because I think a lot of it doesn't hold up visually, like I said. Um, mainly, it's anytime the Green Goblin is making chaos on screen, I think it looks very bad. Okay. Um, but, talk about some good stuff. When Spider-Man is swinging through the city, there is just something magical about that every single time. I think this Absolutely. movie does that better than any other Spider-Man movie. Yep, I agree. Scope scope wise, it does it very well. It's fantastic. Scope and scale. Um, we haven't gotten to see that from Tom Holland's Spider Man yet, and Correct. maybe we will. Maybe that's something Spider Man kind of learns later. But it's Which, exciting uh, to watch in this one. I will say it does still kind of confuse me because I have no idea what he's always grabbing onto. Yeah, but that's <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of very tall, tall, tall buildings. Yeah. Uh, did you ever play the Spider-Man 3 video game for Wii? Oh, oh Spider- no, no, no. I had uh, the Spider-Man, like, original Spider-Man video game for GameCube. Mm, I didn't play that one. I played the I one did, for Wii. I did, and it sucked. Uh, I guess I should talk about that video game when we have our Spider-Man 3 episode, shouldn't I? Mm, probably so. That's a but, little teaser. Uh, <laughs> a little teaser for you. Um, so what, let's talk about some minor characters here. Okay. Harry. What did you think about Harry? Um, I like him. I like, I don't necessarily like how he's written all the time. Kind of what I said being an example where some of it feels on the nose, but I think that, um, I like where, where he starts in this movie and where he ends up. I think the, the character mm-hmm. arc of Harry as a whole is what makes this trilogy of movies interesting. Um, I kind of, I, agree. I kind of like that. We, it's ambiguous whether he's like a big dork or like kind of cool. Right. Um, right. Like he's friend, he's definitely a big dork, but like he's also rich. So like he's able to have some sort of status at school, but he's like still friends with Harry. And I don't know. I, I like how that is portrayed. But he also I, just has no idea what he's doing at any point in the movie. You know, he he originally, he being James Franco, originally was auditioning for Spider-Man. Yes, I the remember role of reading Spider-Man. that. Um, yeah. And I think that would have been bad. Oh, absolutely. 
It was between uh, James Franco, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Tobey Maguire. Can you imagine how much different the world will be if Leonardo DiCaprio had been Spider-Man? He would not. He would not be the star that he is today. I guarantee it. Well, I just was thinking, like in completely unrelated ways to cinema. I just feel like we'd have hover cars by now. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know. Not probably. That's just like would be so different that like that would have started a chain of events that just the entire world would look different. I don't know what his career would look like, but like it's a wonderful life type of thing. Yeah. Where it's like just one minor change upsets the whole yeah. balance of everything. Yep. Fair enough. I bet we'd have a crystal a crystal sponsorship in that universe. Guaranteed. Uh but and, okay, another main minor character. Okay. Um probably my least favorite character from this movie. Mm-hmm. Can you think of your least favorite? Um, yeah, it's probably the same. Okay, say it on the count of three with me, because I like this. Okay. Ready? One. One, two, two three. Three. Mary Jane. MJ. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is very poorly written um, yeah, in these movies. Absolutely. Um, she's just bad. I don't, parti- <laughs> I don't particularly like Zendaya's version of MJ. Just Well, I say that just because we haven't seen like much of her. Yeah. I'm. And, but she just seems kind of like a... Uh, a rat kid basically i'm intrigued to see where that character is gonna go but yeah right um what do you think of kirsten dunn's performance flat nothing yeah she's just she's just there to scream like that's really it uh yeah i don't think she's great but i i blame it more on the writing like she just has so many lines that just are bad (laughs) yeah I agree. It does not work. Toby McGuire, like any time they talk, I just feel like they don't really have any sort of chemistry. It's so awkward to look at when they're both on screen no. together. And and she falls in love with Peter Parker very quickly yeah. and very irrationally. Yeah, I don't believe their romance at all. No, like, I mean, Peter says that, like, monologue about her. Mm-hmm. That's very sweet, you know, of like, hey, if, this is what Spider-Man It's horrible. Said, or, that is one of my least favorite parts of the movie, his little monologue. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, it's not no, it's, well written. It's sweet. It, I see what you're saying. I just, yeah. I'm saying I don't think it's good. But I think I think the least or the most cringy part of the movie is at the very end when Mary Jane is confessing her love to Peter yeah. at, at a graveyard. <laughs> um, and then they, they share their first kiss at a cemetery. Yeah. No, well, their second kiss. But... but. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. She there's no rational reason why she should fall in love with Peter. Yeah, because she doesn't know he's Spider Man. I completely forgot that he like um, denies her. You know, um, yeah, I and did that kind of caught me off guard. And like, he is so bad at being a human being. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like an or he does seem like an alien. That's like okay. Now is now is when a human would cry because <laughs> his body language like very much does not prepare her for what he's about to say and they like oh, no, kiss no, and he's no. like it seems like he's gonna be like yeah this is we're starting a relationship but then he's like i can only be a friend to you right now mm-hmm. it's like what <laughs> and she seems kind of confused by it like was she like As she should I, be <laughs> did i get dumb yeah what and, just happened to me yeah it's a weird ending <laughs> very weird ending um i like i mean i like that I think that is the correct place for the character to get to. Like, I like that she is in love with him and that he has the 
you know, with great power comes great responsibility. He has the foresight to know that he cannot be in a relationship with her if he wants to protect her. I think that's good. I just think it's very poorly executed overall. Yeah. Okay, uh, another minor character, then we'll move on to another major one. Okay. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, yeah, the best. Give me more. Give me more J.J. Jameson. I love him. Fantastic. Absolutely. A career-defining role for J.K. Simmons. Yep. Which probably, if he... Yeah, I mean, if he didn't get this movie, he probably would not have been in Whiplash. uh, My bet. Um... I am not willing to put money on that, but maybe. I am, because he hasn't been in, like, any... I mean, unless I'm overlooking things, he's been, like, kind of a nice guy in a lot of things. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Other than this and other than Whiplash. I don't know his career that well, but, yeah, it, this movie does set him up for, well for Whiplash. Um, and then, Okay, so... He's the same character. Was, yeah, oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's funnier in this movie. I don't I know. Think that, I think he's the same. I think he... His dialogue... And the Green Goblin's dialogue is probably the best. Yes, I agree with because that. Yeah, their characters lend themselves well to the hokiness and like the dorkiness of the mm-hmm. dialogue. And I think that's a good segue to probably the character that you were going to talk about next. Absolutely, the Green Goblin. He, I think he's. I okay. okay. I already said I hate his suit. I think that character is great in this movie. I think oh, so good. I think Willem Dafoe is great. I really love the scenes where he's like talking to the mask and like talking to himself mm-hmm. in the mirror and stuff. I love that stuff. I think it's all really yeah. well done. Yeah, I, I, you know, just from the get go, he's a great actor and a mm-hmm. great. He's a good character actor. He's a really well developed character. And he's just incredibly creepy and menacing. It's he he's hitting all the right check marks. I I love his voice too. I love his goblin voice. He's great. Yeah, I I do like that he like. It's a Jekyll and Hyde situation with him. Yeah, but then eventually the Hyde takes over. Um, what did you think of when he threw that pumpkin bomb and the dudes turned into skeletons? <laughs> turned into skeletons. <laughs> Uh, Chandler and I were watching this movie together and she and I both just went what? because <laughs> it was like it disintegrated everything but their, their skin their, their clothes <laughs> their muscle not the bones though baby they're bone boys I think there's a version of this movie that that could have worked in but that felt so out of place it, like, it, it reminded me of the old Tim Burton Batman movies um, Yeah, it was just it, like that scene where Joker kills the guy with the joy buzzer and the guy turns into a skeleton. It felt like that, and the rest of the movie doesn't feel like that. I don't True. know. That's a bad moment. That should not have been in the movie. It was like a very quick Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. You know, they open up the Ark of the Covenant, and it's like, bam, no, they're bones now. Yeah. Um. But Green Goblin, well, great. Yeah. I I just love him overall. Um, this, I, I, go I'm ahead. I'm kind of like you. Um. When I was a kid and he had the goblin transformation and he was like, you know, convulsing and he threw the scientist mm-hmm. through the glass chamber, that scared me a lot as a kid. Yeah. It's it's a scary scene. Um, it really is. It's terror. It's like body horror. Yeah. And then there's that one time where it cuts to him really quickly um, when he was like undergoing the transformation. It's just like mm-hmm. a really quick cut and it's like a jump scare. <laughs> That scared like, me too. His eyes rolled back. Yeah, in his head. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty freaky. A lot of people die in this movie. Bunch we have of people to talk die. about that. Yeah, 
like compared this is not a marvel movie so to speak mm-hmm. well, um it is the first marvel property it's not. that's <laughs> no no <laughs> yes x-men and blade were before this no, 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 I'm saying, like, it was it the first one that did, like, the flip, the comic book? Oh, book? that might be true. I don't have the facts Yeah, I, I was saying, I'm pretty sure okay. this is the first one that did the comic book flip through. That, yes, but I feel like that's a very arbitrary thing that doesn't actually mean anything. <laughs> well, I think that gave it a, I mean, psychologically, I think showing that, oh, like, hey, this is Marvel, and uh, did the comic book flip, gave it a little bit of innocence, as compared to the others, but there was a lot, a lot of killing in this movie. Yeah, a lot of people die. Yeah, like I want to get an accurate death count. Um, I it's okay. Those three tur- dudes turned into skeletons. Yeah. Um, Norman dies. Spoiler: Norman dies. Uncle Ben uh, dies. Uncle Ben dies. That's the, it. The uh, the scientist dies. Scientist dies. That's it. The general and his uh, cronies. Okay, they yeah. Die. That's it. All those people on the balcony except MJ and Okay, that's true. But that's it. Um there's probably some like minor casualties from things That's so probably, probably true. like forty or fifty people. Still not as many as in like most modern Marvel movies where it's like buildings are being destroyed and stuff. Constantly. That's true. That's true. Or like in yeah. Batman versus Superman where the whole movie the crux of the movie was the fact that like thousands of people died yeah yeah that's pretty bonkers there's a lot of people yeah. died in those movies um the the scene between may and the green goblin when she's oh, like scary deliver us <laughs> the, he goes, finish it he goes finish it from evil <laughs> that was just a bit much to me it was it was funny but also like kind of scary yeah uh and bad i just thought that was bad I just think there's so, several scenes like that that are just bad. Maybe maybe when I was a kid, I didn't realize what PTSD was. Yeah. But um, he never harmed Aunt May, right? He just scared her. Right, yeah. I don't think he actually hurt her. That's what I thought. Yeah. Like, she just was kind of in shock. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, that was my interpretation. Um. So, the way Norman dies. Yep. Spoiler. I liked it, personally. <laughs> okay. I thought it was very fitting. No, yeah, that is a good scene. I like that scene. Um, I like that he has that moment with Peter, and then the, human the goblin kind of takes over again for just a second. Yeah. Um, I like that he, he he's like, you know, don't tell Harry. Boom, and he's dead. Yeah. It, it was almost like, so to speak, the the goblin spirit had left his body and he was like, "Up, oh, I'm actually a nice guy." Yeah. Um yeah, that line is always a little bit blurred between like what who's actually doing what. Um but it seemed like I he has a little moment of like clarity at the end and that makes yeah. it like sad. I, <laughs> it makes it sad and also like I don't know, I like where it where it leaves the characters of Peter and Harry. I kind of wish we could see that story develop again in a modern Spider-Man movie series. I agree. I agree. Um, but also I do love the friendship between Peter and what's the, the new friend's name? Uh, Greg. Yeah, it's Greg. I think <laughs> he's great. I love yeah. him. But, um, whenever let's talk about the, let's talk about the suit, the gob suit, the bad a suit. Bit. So why did you not like it? It's just ugly and bad. <laughs> See, 
Why, why would I'm he have designed this like body armor suit to look like a goblin man? See, I I wondered that too for the longest time, mm-hmm. and then it dawned on me. Um, you know, he has all these war masks mm-hmm. hanging up in his house, and that suit was used for war. Hmm. Like it was it was used as like the mask was used as a, a, a means of intimidation to just like show this unrelenting uh, scariness. I guess like you know how the ancient the ancient people, so to speak, used to have these wartime masks that were these screaming faces. And so he was just emulating that in the goblin costume. Huh. Like, there's there's that moment where he hears the goblin voice talking in his house, and it plays that, like, tribal drum music, and it's, it's quick shots to all of these tribal masks all throughout the house. And so I don't think it was a choice of, like, well, let's shoehorn the goblin, goblin in this somehow. It was the fact that he wanted it to look like a screaming tribal mask, and that's how it turned out. That's fine. I just think it mainly looks bad. I wish it was more like... <laughs> I wish he hadn't built the suit before he became the do- the goblin. Like, maybe if he had, like, a first of an original version of the suit that was, like, just some body armor, and then, like, as he, like, starts going crazy, he's like, no, I'm going to create this goblin persona and, like, actually makes something a little closer to what we see in the comics where he's actually, like, a goblin man and wearing, like, a purple hat or something. I don't know. I just well, don't really well, buy the, that that was a suit that he had already built before he was the Green Goblin. The uh, the goblin suit in the comics, like, the the mouth is constantly open in that because that's a mask, too. Yeah, I didn't I'm say sure. that. That was a problem that I had with it. <laughs> that's fine. Well, what... Well, whenever I was a kid, I thought that like, oh, he's a goblin. Like that's how he looks all the time. <laughs> but yeah, well, there's like diff- like in the Ultimate Spider-Man, he's like actually like a goblin man. That, yeah, like, he's like a big, strong goblin man. Yeah, right. It's yeah, and which is like sort of what they tried to do in the Imi- Amazing Spider-Man Two, but they just had the Green Goblin on his deathbed. Whew, that was a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, there is a Hobgoblin, right? Is that his name? Yeah, I don't know much about him. Okay, well, that's who Harry becomes. He's Goblin. No, he's New Goblin. Hobgoblin's a different guy. Oh, really? Yeah, he okay. Harry's like taking on the Green Goblin persona again. Hobgoblin's a totally different dude, and I don't really know his origin. But oh, okay. Um, but yeah, you know, he's the Goblin but Hob. <laughs> the Bob Goblin. Now imagine Goblin but Hob. I am. I am Bob Goblin. <laughs> yeah. Then there's Bob Goblin. I work at a Sears. He's actually not a villain. He's just a goblin. Yeah, he he works at the the lawn department of a Sears. Yeah. Um. Well, any other major thoughts about this movie? Anything we haven't talked about? No, I mean, all in all, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a very fun movie. It was a good fun movie. I agree, and I give. And when I see a movie that is good and fun, but has some pretty significant flaws in my mind, I give it a six. But fair enough. But because like what, I know that Spider Man Two is better. Like, so where, where are you gonna go? Are you gonna give Spider Man Two a ten? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think Spider Man Two is a perfect movie. No, but I mean, yeah. I mean, I had that thought when I said nine from my mouth. I was like, oh great. Oh, <laughs> where did I where did I go from here? Yeah, I don't know. I think so when maybe, you start I mean, thinking too hard. There's always the decimal system. Yeah. When you start thinking too hard about your movie ratings, you go crazy. Um, yeah. So you can't do that too much. But yeah, um, I like the movie. I don't have a problem with it. I think it's fine. Um, do you 
I just wish we could know. Like you always lead into this the same way. No, you, do the you thought same I was. Of- you thought I was about to say something about hot takes, but okay. Ah, uh, see, I'm upset because I actually had a different transition than what I normally do, <laughs> <laughs> and now you've thrown me off completely. I normally okay, okay. do this thing where I go, "Man, it's getting hot in here," but I actually mm-hmm. was gonna say, "I just really wish." We could know like what some other people thought about it. <laughs> okay, what were you trying to transition into? Hot takes from online. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was gonna say is like you do the same tone of voice. Yeah, no, I, I know like, I do that. You know, you know, but you threw off my groove. Can we start I'm the sorry. whole episode over? Yeah, let's do this one more time. Okay, so uh, Clint, Clint, did you uh, watch a bunch of Law and Order today? Yeah, oh, also, something that we need to talk about. If anybody wants some Beach Boy tickets, hit me up. Are you seriously going to do that on our podcast? I can't I can't get rid of them. I can't refund them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so if, you, if anybody wants two Beach Boy tickets, hit your boy up you, on okay. social media. If someone buys them because they heard it on our podcast, we get 20% of the proceeds that go back into our podcast. I don't think... Okay, fine. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Chandler. Sorry, <laughs> I can't buy groceries. <laughs> um, hey, can you give me some hot takes from online? You betcha, boy. So I got uh, four of them here. Uh, the first one comes from uh, SD Jones Dash One. Okay. And uh, no rating, but all they say is amazing. Oh! <laughs> Exclamation point. So they get it. Okay. They get it that it's a nine out of ten. Uh, and the uh, the next one comes from uh, Love Coats, and they give it a one out of ten. And I'm gonna read the full review of this because it is very funny. I'm sorry, did you say Love Coats? Love Coats. <laughs> love Coats gave it a one out of ten. Okay. They, HP they say, Love Coats. <laughs> uh, their title is "You've Got to Be Kidding Me." Please tell me you're kidding me. <laughs> And uh, the the quote is, aside from the upside-down kiss movie history moment, this is the cheesiest movie I've ever seen in my life. No, seriously, why you ask? The scene where Tobey is bouncing off the walls, flipping with hangs time, be- mm. beating up the high school bully in front of a crowd of people, mm. and no one says a word about it. Strange, it is. Willem Dafoe's costume? Ha 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 I'm I'm I wrote all these down, so I'm still going. Ha 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 I have Halloween costumes from third grade that are more scary. The dialogue must have been written by the same people who do Barney and Pokemon. Barney and Pokemon. The Green Goblin, why does he do anything? We never find out. He's mad at his boss. Okay, he gets him. And then he's mad at the world. Apparently, why? Hmm. So, it's kind of valid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's the stuff that makes him go crazy. That's why. Yeah. Uh, this next review comes from Game GameZCraze-28257. <laughs> okay. They give it a 10 out of 10. Hmm. And they say, great, mate. And a mate is spelled M8. Great, mate. And then they just say A L M A O 26 times. <laughs> Wait, 26 what? 
times. Oh, okay. A- <laughs> they say A LMAO 26 times. That's amazing. Did you count? <laughs> yes, I did. Wow, thank you for doing that. You're welcome. And then this one comes from Amazon, and it comes from Caitlin Parker. She gives it a one out of five. Uh, her title is one star, and the review just says, he sucks. And that's it. <laughs> this was not a review of the movie. This was The Spiders Man. The Spiders Man, he sucks. <laughs> he can't even fly. <laughs> he, he ain't got no cape. He doesn't even look like a spider. He looks like a red boy. <laughs> Yeah, but that's hot takes from online. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, one thing that I forgot to mention that oh. I really, I really um, wish was earlier when we were talking about characters. So, you know uh, the character Flash Thompson? I'm familiar. You're familiar with the character Flash Thompson. Uh, do you know who plays him in this movie? Um, I know he's someone notable. I can't remember his name. Who is it? Joe, Ma- Joe Manganiello. Oh, is who- it Really? It's Joe Manganiello, who is the new Deathstroke. No. Well. Yeah, it's him. And then also, um, he got notoriety for being in the Magic Mike franchise as Big <laughs> Rick. So. <laughs> Should we uh, do our three questions? Yeah, let's move on to our three critical questions. So, it's a little different because, you know, is this movie good for kids? Is it a kids movie? Yeah, I think it is, even though it's PG-13. It's a, it's a family movie, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like a family movie where it's like, hey, let's introduce the kids to kissing now. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think the question, is it good for kids, has to be um, something that you think about for almost any superhero movie. I mean, you know, not Deadpool and not Logan, stuff right. like that. But Right, but mo- like stream or uh, mainstream uh, superhero movies definitely have to be appealing to any kids. PG-13 movie because you can go to, into it. PG-13 movies are made for kids younger than PG-13 than 13 that's just yeah, a fact absolutely. Kid, yeah made go to, for kids younger than PG <laughs> younger than PG uh, 8 and 9 year old kids go to PG-13 movies so Parents is this movie 13. good for kids I think it is I think it is you yeah. betcha it's a good fun movie Will okay um is this movie good for adults? I think it's fine. Yeah, I th- I think it is. Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah, and will this movie does or did does it? it did it did did this movie <laughs> did it did it did this movie stand the purely nostalgia test of time? Yes, I'm actually gonna say yes, even though I didn't love it as much as you did. I'm um, so happy right now. It's not it's not horrible. Yeah, it's it's three still a very of, good fun movie to watch. Three out of three, it goes up in our goes up in the rafters. Yeah. We're hanging its jersey up in the rafters with the rest. We have who do we have up there right now? Oh, I don't know. I haven't kept track. Definitely Max. Max is definitely up Max there. Max Hebel. Yeah. Um, but I think I think Spy Kids. Yeah, I think Spy Kids one's up there. Um, yeah, I liked this way more than I thought I was going to on a rewatch. I was afraid I was going to hate it. Really? And I did not hate it. This movie does get a lot of internet hate, mostly because it's very memeable. Yeah. And I think Spider-Man 3 lessened a lot of people's view of this entire franchise, which is a bummer because the first two have a lot to love. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so next, not next week, I always want to say that. In two weeks, we will be next talking time. about Spider-Man 2. They made another yep. one, folks. Spider-Man another one. They should have called this one Spider's Man. Spider's Man the Squeakwolf. Spider-Man. 
Um, <laughs> and it'll be a fun time. I feel that's why that's why it's two is because it's plural. Yeah, Spider Man, Spiders Man. Um, and Clint, I th- I feel like you have something that you wanted to announce. Something that could be something new coming for the show. <laughs> something. Yeah, it's very dumb. <laughs> Let me tell you this, but also so, very good. Yeah. Um, we're gonna start selling artwork along <laughs> with uh with our episodes. They're gonna correspond depending on the success of the Spider Man series. Uh, they're going to correspond with our episode. Mm-hmm. I call it uh, dumb art. is is the way I look at it. D- did uh, you come have... up with? Is that going to be what we call it from this point forward? Dumb art. Did you come know, up with that on it... the fly? Yeah, I did. <laughs> That's fine. Can you can you come up with anything better and like post edit it and post? No, I think canonically it's dumb art now. <laughs> okay, it's dumb art. Uh, but but dumb is spelled with a K somewhere in there. But um, Kadum. That's art. not canon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, we're we're selling them on Etsy. Yep. I set up an Etsy account. The Etsy account that you would look up, the person's name that you would look up, is the Nostalgia Boys. Boys is spelled with a Z at the end of it. How dare you try to spell the without a Z? If you tried, of course yep. it's a Z. Yeah, but basically there are, I think, four pictures up. Uh, one of them is of the Spider Man. One of them is of the Green Goblin. One of them is of the J. Jonah Jameson. And one of them is of Us. me and Eli. So, it, it, that is one of my favorite. The one that's of <laughs> me and you is so, so, so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll post pictures of them on our social media. Um, but they're, they're, they're dumb, and I think they're the perfect place for you to hang them up would be in your bathroom. So, <laughs> Actually, no other place is acceptable. Yeah, they would make the perfect Christmas present for somebody who you don't really like that much or for an office white elephant party. You so, should you should probably hang it on the inner inner wall of your toilet bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or or as a that one of those sticky mats at the bottom of your shower. <laughs> that would actually be great. Um, yeah. I bet there's not but, a podcast who sells merch that's uh, shower mats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, you can buy them on Etsy. Prices to be determined. Yeah. And it is signed by me. That that probably lessens the value of the piece. But uh, it is signed by me. And uh, when you buy it, I will write a special message to you mm. on the back of it in pencil. I love it. Um, Clint has pencil been... so you can erase it. Yeah. <laughs> Clint has been sending me these all day, and I love them so much, and I'm so excited about them. Um, and we'll yeah, be we'll post them on social yeah, media. Yeah, we'll be promoting all that on social media so that you should it should not be too hard to find. Speaking of social media, you can follow us on Twitter, purely nostalgia. Um, we have an Instagram, purely nostalgia pod with a POD at the end. Mm-hmm. I am at Elisha P. Smith on Twitter. And I am at Clint JH Page. The JH stands for Jazz Hands. Yes, it does. And we have a face group, Facebook group too. <laughs> we have a face. We group. have a face group, a group of faces. Um, we we uh, talk about things. We post our episodes in there. If you have any thoughts, you can disagree with us. Tell us what we were wrong about. We're probably wrong about something. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I have Letterbox, but you know what's the point of even saying that? Because you don't have one, and uh, I I don't know. Maybe I'll just start not even promoting it anymore because what is even the point fair enough <laughs> you don't you don't care um nope sorry cody <laughs> sorry cody 
Cody really wants Clint to get a letterbox. More th- <laughs> I know. He wished me happy birthday, which is very nice. And yeah. then he said, get a letterbox, which is very mean and also cyberbullying. <laughs> it is definitely cyberbullying. I also said that too, but only because Cody did first. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. Anything other stuff? Any other news? What other shows have you been watching with your wife? Oh, oh, uh, what else have you been watching? Um, a lot of Hallmark. Nice. Okay, cool. Oh, and a lot of the Food Network. Have you heard of this lady called the Barefoot Contessa? Why did I open up this new conversation topic? I was kind of kidding. You heard of, have you heard of this lady called the Barefoot Contessa? <sighs> no, I have not. Okay, she's a cook, but let me tell you a little backstory on her. She also wrote the nuclear, like, fission codes for Ford and Carter. Really? (laughs) Yeah, look into her. Her name is Ina Garten. Okay. Hey, that's a free one for you listeners. Look her up. Um, Look her up. But until next time, we will see you soon. And Skinath for listening. Today for Christmas, because we are recording in on uh, December twenty fifth, two thousand seventeen. Today for Christmas, I opened up a package, and inside of it was a toilet. That's so naughty. And guess and guess what? What in that toilet? In that toilet? Uh huh. Some some dookie doo doo balls.